Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we're digging into some mindset stuff. So... Where we're going to start is, I know that this sounds bad as soon as I say it, but bear with me. We're going to be talking about a comment that I got on an Instagram post today. And that comment was, if you want to drive a Lambo, don't listen to Toyota drivers. Now, I don't know if he was saying that, you know, I am a Toyota driver, therefore you shouldn't listen to me. Or I don't know if he was saying it as like, you know, this is the good person to listen to because you don't want to listen to these other people. Either way, that's not why I'm talking about it, because honestly, I couldn't care less. Listen to me. Don't listen to me. It's your loss, not mine. But the biggest thing I wanted to get into about this is just the mentality behind that comment, because where I see a lot of athletes go wrong or get stuck is in their minds when they're starting out training, they're like, oh, I want to be in the UFC. Therefore, I need to see what UFC fighters are doing, and I need to do that. And that's just not the case. You know, it's the same thing as if you want to be a millionaire and you watch what millionaires do on a day-to-day basis, don't do the same thing. You've got to understand where they started. You get what I'm saying? So as as an example, when it comes to this comment, if you're stepping into the gym for the first time, your training should not look like your favorite UFC, your favorite UFC fighters training. It just shouldn't because they've been doing this for a long time. And I guarantee 5, 10, 15 years ago, whenever it was they started, their training didn't look like it does today. Right. So when it comes to that comment, if you want to drive a Lambo, don't listen to don't listen to advice from Toyota drivers. Basically, what I gather from that is if you want to reach the top level, only listen to people that are at the top level and I understand the idea behind it. I understand what the person's trying to say because, you know, why listen to someone who hasn't made it where you want to make it? But at the same time, you've got to understand that there's levels to this game, right? You know, when I started my coaching career and I knew nothing, I was willing to listen to anybody that had spent any time coaching anyone. Now I've been doing this for 15 years, so I still continue my education every day. But I'm more selective in who I take that continuing education from because I've got a much better understanding of, you know, the good areas, the not as good areas. So the people to listen to, the people not to listen to. Right. And it's the same thing for you as athletes. If you're an athlete listening to this right now and you're starting out your career, you're in the first couple of years, you maybe had a couple of fights. You haven't been doing this a super long time, but, you know, you're getting a little more serious. You shouldn't be listen. You shouldn't be coming into this being like, I only need to listen to people that are winning world championships. Because first of all, everybody who's winning world championships is listening to people 
that don't necessarily have world championships. So that kind of takes care of that argument right there. But on top of that, you're not at that level yet. You know, if you've had a couple of fights, why would you not take advice from your teammate that has 10 more fights than you do? Why would you not take advice from your coach that, you know, might not be a world champion or might not be coaching world champions, but has a lot more knowledge than you do. You know what I'm saying? The whole idea behind that, you know, only listen to people at the top level. Like if you want to make it to the top, you can only listen to people that are at the top just isn't true because not everyone is going to be at the top and not everyone should be doing what the guys at the top are doing. You know what I mean? So the biggest thing I want you to take away from this is that you need to understand who to take advice from, and you need to understand how to actually decipher whether or not that advice is good, right? So when it comes to training, as an example, it's funny because I always get comments similar to that where, you know, people are basically telling me it's like, oh, you know, you haven't trained anyone that's like one world championship. So who are you to talk about training at all? And it's like, yeah, that might be true. Like, I don't have an athlete that has won a UFC world championship, but I've also been doing this for 15 years. I've also proven over and over and over that I've got athletes that get results. And anything that I tell my audience to do, I can back up with reasons why it's actually going to work. Right. So you've got to understand who to take advice from, but you've also got to understand how to decipher that advice. So when it comes to deciphering that advice, when it comes to, you know, figuring out, is this someone worth listening to or not? What I need you guys to think about is this. You've got to learn how to actually think about the advice itself. You know, if somebody tells you that you need to run 10 miles a day to be a fighter, ask them why. And if they say, well, you cardio, think about the logic behind that. You need to run 10 miles a day, which takes you God knows how long every single day, which is going to, you know, beat up your ankles, beat up your knees, beat up your hips in order to be fast and explosive for a very short period of time on one specific day. Does that seem logical? Probably not. Right. Does that mean running overall is bad? No. But if somebody's telling you that you have to do it every single day, dig into the advice, ask questions about the advice. And if the answer is, well, you know, that's the way to be tough, then that's not a good answer. But if the answer is, well, you've got to do this because of A, B, C, and D, and those answers all sound logical to you, then that might be good advice to take. You get what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily about just listening to people that are only at the top because every athlete has different needs. And just because someone made it to the top, first of all, it doesn't mean that they specifically have the right advice. It means they followed a lot of the right advice, but it also means they have the team around them helping them get themselves to that point. So when it comes to advice, learn how to decipher the bad, the bad from the good. And then the other thing that you've got to understand, too, is what I just said there, which is being at the top doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you know, there are some people that have not trained well by the, you know, by the book that have made it very, very far in the sport. And then, you know, this is not meant to be taking a shot at any one of these individuals. But one of my favorite examples of this is Khabib Nurmagomedov. 
If you try to model your training after his, you will not get anywhere. And this isn't because, you know, what he did was bad or that there was any, like, he is an absolute legend. He was an absolute stud. He's an absolutely incredible athlete. So do not take what I just said and consider it a negative thing towards him. But a guy like that was born and bred to be an athlete. Right from the day he was born, that was going to be his destiny. He was wrestling bears when he was nine years old. So like that dude is built different. That dude has a childhood and a mindset and just a life overall that you cannot replicate. And as a result, if you try to replicate the way a guy like that trains, you're going to fall flat on your face. It worked for him, but it worked for him because of his environment. But if you're getting into the sport at 19, 20 years old and you're like, oh, I'm going to train the way he trained, it's not going to work for you. Right. You've got to understand and you've got to figure out what's the best system for you. And you can learn things from all kinds of different athletes. You can take pieces of what all these different people do. But the way you're going to be successful is figure out the methods that are going to work best for you. Right. And this is a lesson that I learned repeatedly, even as a coach. You know, there's certain entrepreneurs or people that I follow that basically talk about how if you want to build a business, you need to work 18 hours every single day. And like, there's no way around it. It's like the harder you go, the better. And there are other people that, you know, talk about like, oh, you've got to give yourself grace. You've got to, you know, work at your own speed and blah, blah, blah. And the method that I've found when it comes to business building, which is obviously a little different than what we're talking about here, but still applies is I've got to find a balance between those. If I try to work 18 hours a day, I burn out and I start hating what I'm doing. But I also love to push hard. I love to work hard. I love to be up early in the morning and I love to work long days, but I also like to give myself grace, right? So I found the balance of what works for me. And obviously there's an extent of that, that, you know, if you're not doing enough, maybe you just don't want that goal that badly. But you've got to figure out the methods that are going to work for you. And so I've taken a lot from a lot of different mentors and I've been able to apply them to my specific situation and figure out what speed I'm able to run at and get the most effective work done. If I try to do that much more, I can feel myself starting to drift away. I can feel myself not enjoying it as much. I can feel myself you know, falling off track. But if I'm sitting around, like this is a weird thing to say, but I don't like vacations. I don't like having two weeks with nothing to do. I hate that. I'll sit around for the first day and by like 12 o'clock on the first day, I'm like, get me back to fucking work. This sucks. And so for me, I don't like the idea of like a balanced nine to five or anything like that. Like that sounds awful. So the way I operate is I work my ass off most of the time, but I also stop and give myself grace when I feel like I need it, because when I feel like I need that, that gives me the ability to recharge and come at the next day even harder. So what I want you guys to understand when it comes to this stuff is that you've got to understand not just take advice from people at the top, because if you look at the UFC itself, you're going to have different training philosophies. You're going to have different mentalities around training, and you're going to have different people that approach it different ways. So if your idea is, I just need to look at what they're doing, you're going to have a thousand different ways to do it anyway. So instead of just looking at those people at the top, yes, look at them, take the pieces from them, take the things that you can apply to yourself from those people, 
But also you've got to understand that it's got to work for you. If you try to operate at a Khabib Nurmagomedov level and two weeks in your whole body's on fire and you want to die, then even though he was at the top of the game, it's not the method for you, right? So learn from those people, learn from the Lambo drivers, as they put it with this analogy. But also, if you're driving a bicycle right now, taking an advice from a Toyota driver, not such a bad thing. Even if they're not at the top level, they're a level ahead of where you're at. So learn from them, move up to that level, and then start learning from the next level. You can always learn from someone who is ahead of you in the game, whether they're at the top or not. And I am a big advocate of well of learning from people at the top, paying to put yourself in the room with people that are doing more than you're doing. But you've got to understand there's levels to the game. There's levels to the ladder and you've got to climb the ladder one rung at a time. If you try to jump from the bottom to the top, bad things are going to happen. So guys, that is it. That is all. I hope you got some good value out of that. I hope that shifted the perspective for you a little bit. If it did, I would love to know what you think. Jump into my DMs. Tell me what you thought of that. Tell me if you think I'm full of shit. Tell me if you think that, that was valuable. Either way, I'd love to have a conversation about it. So, guys, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate you all, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.